Firefighters on duty during the Auckland floods struggled with inadequate gear and vehicles and feel they were left in the dark by senior leaders. That's according to the results of a survey by the Professional Firefighters Union. Auckland Mayor Wayne Brown has ordered an independent review of the emergency response to the floods on January 27th, but the findings have been delayed until mid-March. A state of emergency wasn't signed off until about 9.30 on the Friday evening and not announced publicly for another half hour. Martin Campbell is the Union Secretary for the Northern Branch and Auckland um, local branch. He joins us now. Martin, left in the dark, how so do they feel? Well, they, it was just very much there was no information being passed down to our firefighters that were on the ground or to our emergency dispatchers that are answered to 111 calls. They were they felt they were very much in the dark. They didn't have an idea or an appreciation of the, the big picture. Uh, a, a quick analogy could be if you imagine... Uh, an, an orchestra and all the individual instruments all working they may be working well but there was if you bring them together without a conductor um, the, those individual instruments may sound terrible so we need a conductor to make sure everything all works together and on that night our firefighters lacked that conductor who would have been our senior leadership Okay so was someone not doing their job in their view? Well we don't know, and I guess this is what the uh, the review and investigation will hope to find out. Um, uh, perhaps it could be that more things could have been done better, or, or things could be done in a different way. But it, very much the response, the results of the response we got with firefighters and dispatchers felt very much um, what, left in the dark or without information as to what was going on in, in a, a big picture. But don't you have an Auckland regional manager for Fens? Yes, there is a regional manager for FENS, and um, I would imagine, yes, he would have been giving information of some sort to uh, or advising Auckland Emergency Management of of what what should be going on, I would hope, yes. So that's Ron Devlin, and in the survey responses, did they think he was up to the job? Uh, there are a lot of responses come through that, that did raise a lot of concerns about senior leadership of fire and emergency and some of the decisions that have been made. Uh, not only on this emergency, but other, you know, we've got things like the uh, International Convention Centre fire a few years ago. Uh, similar sort of concerns raised around, you know, communication and stuff that were raised then are also coming through into these results as well. So you could say there's perhaps a bit of a trend going on. Okay. In terms of gear, what was inadequate and were your your trucks up to the job and the vehicles you had? Well, as far as gear is, is we don't have, uh, Foreign Emergency doesn't have any uh, uh, water rescue gear or, or, or ability to actually rescue people in water. We don't have any access to any boats. We don't have any access to any uh, jet skis or even kayaks or things like that. Um, we're, we're mandated to carry out these rescues under the Foreign Emergency Act, yet we're given no training or equipment to actually do the job properly. That was a very clear theme that came through. Firefighters were having to put themselves at risk and just to get the job done and, and, and what hopefully and, and keep themselves safe. And, and it is beyond doubt that lives were saved by both firefighters and members of the public that night just by sheer going going beyond what, what needed to be done and just rescuing lives. And, and they did it um, without the proper gear and equipment. So a state of emergency wasn't signed off until about 9.30 on that Friday night. What is the feedback you're getting from the survey about when firefighters felt that services were being overwhelmed and they were at max capacity? I think the theme that was coming through, and it was pretty obvious quite early on in the in that evening between four and five o'clock that 
foreign emergency in, in certainly in Auckland was overwhelmed. Um, I think even foreign emergency put a statement out around five o'clock saying every fire truck was responding to a, a, an emergency at that time. Um, so it was obvious to our people on the ground that this was an unprecedented event. We were overwhelmed. We we needed uh, additional resourcing and additional logistics, which is that next layer up, which you expect to, to come in when a civil defence emergency is declared to help provide an overarching response and overarching um, direction to, to the emergency incident as it, is, as it was evolving. Good to talk to you, Martin. Thank you for joining us. That is Martin Campbell, who is from the New Zealand Professional Firefighters Union. In a statement, Fire and Emergency says it responded to an unprecedented flooding event and its priority was the safety of the people of Auckland and its own people. It says volunteer and career crews from across the city responded to the priority calls throughout the night and in the following days. Fire and Emergency says it worked closely with Auckland Emergency Management and Emergency Services Partners.